Welcome to Get Off the Mic, a hockey podcast by hockey nerds for hockey nerds. Brought to you by the writers from GetOffTheIce.com. Welcome back to the Honda Mass Mutual Enterprise uh, Dunkin' Donuts Get Off the Mic podcast presented by uh, uh, Toyota. I'm your host, Mac, and we're back. Please note that we are not sponsored. We are not sponsored by anyone. If one of you seven listeners do want to sponsor the entirety of season two or really anything, I'm very open to it and we don't require much. To be honest, we'll do it for free as long as we can actually do it. Joining me and whom's voice you already heard, we got the bald man himself, who is in fact not all that bald, Mr. Steven. And the once maligned, but also once king of Season one, get off the mic. Former podcast host and current podcast co-host, Paul. It's been a roller coaster. Yeah, uh, that was a pretty stupid intro. (laughs) (laughs) Terrible, (laughs) terrible start to season two. I just want to say I haven't been bald in five months. All right. Yeah. Thanks for that life update. We gotta gotta (laughs) shake off all that rust. Yeah, seriously. Being two months even though it feels like a year well i mean so much has happened in the past two months time doesn't Uh, exist seriously all right today is sunday january 10th the year 2021 a little crazy but yeah um and we got uh, hockey on the horizon this wednesday actually the nhl season starting so you can expect us to talk just about everything about that that was a weird sentence, but nevertheless, we're also going to do some fun games, a cool segment of all that stuff. But for starters, let's bring it on back and do an opening question, guys. And this one actually isn't a stupid one. Oh, mm. I know, right? So with a shorter season, do you guys think the better teams will prevail? Do you think it'll allow better teams to come out on top? And before because I feel like I know you guys' answers. You guys answer. Let me point you to the most recent shortened season that isn't last year's, uh, the 2013 season, where the best team in the league not only set a record for the most points or the most games in a row to start a season with a point in them, which is Chicago when they went for 24 games without losing a regulation, but they also just trashed everyone on their way to the Stanley Cup. So, Paul, with that information... Do you think that uh, that the better teams will be able to to assert themselves more clearly during the shortened season? I mean, maybe some of like the elite elite. So I would look at like someone like Colorado is probably just going to steamroll. But on the flip side of that, like if you look at 2013, the Leafs made the playoffs. They sucked. They were a bad team. So if like Buffalo goes on a heater again, like they've done the last two seasons to start, they might like squeeze in just because there's less time for them to mess it all up. That was Buffalo was actually going to be my counter example to that. <laughs> the fact right? that they'll go on like 15 games and be the number one team in the league. But instead of that being only like an eighth of the season, that'll end up being like a third of it. Steve, any thoughts on the question? I agree. Um, like the like you said, the Leafs made the playoffs that year. We can definitely see some surprises. There's obviously going to be some teams that won't make the playoffs that won't be surprises, like De- Detroit. Um, but I, I don't think Buffalo is going to be the surprise. That's a that's a pretty stacked division. Yeah. Hey, hey, what? Hey, what? Let's not get ahead of ourselves there, Mister Baldman. We'll talk about that in a bit. By the way, just so you know, I don't care how long it's been since you've been bald, you will always be bald. <laughs> All right, <laughs> moving on to hockey have news. Hair. All right, <laughs> let's uh, let's get on into it. So, the season format will be 56 games. There's going to be four new divisions, and teams are only going to play in their division. Uh, I'm sure there's a bunch of other news that like goes into how the season's working, but frankly, we don't really care about that. The only thing we care about is how fun the divisions will be. So. For starters, I'm going to ask you guys, do you like the new uh, division configurations? But I'll also provide you 
and our listeners with what the actual divisions are, because I feel like I know a lot about hockey and I could not remember every team in every division. So we got uh, the Canada division, or otherwise known as the North, Calgary, Edmonton, Montreal, Ottawa, Toronto, Vancouver, Winnipeg. Now I know the North division isn't actually what it's called, but don't worry, we'll get to that in a second. We got the West division, Anaheim, Arizona, Colorado, LA, Minnesota, St. Louis, San Jose, and Vegas. The Central, which is kind of the mishmash of teams, Carolina, Chicago, Columbus, Dallas, Detroit, Florida, Tampa, and Nashville. And in the East, we got the old Metro of New Jersey, New York, New York, Philly, Pittsburgh, Washington, and add in the two Bs of the Atlantic, Boston and Buffalo. Steve, do we think they had the right to the right call and configuration? I think it's pretty good. Um, Central's not very central, but whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Tampa and Carolina and Florida, all in the central division. Detroit? Detroit is on the Canadian border. (laughs) It's awesome. But all in all, you think they did all right? Yeah, I I think these are pretty good uh, divisions. It makes sense to have all the Canadian teams in one since it's easier for them to travel within the country than across border. Um, yeah, I, I think this is pretty, this is pretty good. Oh, any gripes? Nope. I like them. I think they did make them are a lot of them top heavy. Uh, I think it's going to be fun that Tampa and Dallas, the Stanley cup final gets to play each other nine times. Cause uh, the Stanley cup finalists haven't been in the same division in like 75 years. So that'll be fun. Also, like, instead of them creating the stupid playoff alignment that we have now, well, not this season, but in the past where they try and create rivalries, this is way better for that. Like, oh, definitely. Every division has teams that hate each other, and they have to play each other, like, what, seven to ten times, depending on the team. That's how you make a rivalry. So that'll be fun to watch. Yeah, let's let's run through the divisions, like division by division, and I'll give them their actual name too. And we can talk about kind of the dynamics of the division because they're pretty fun. We'll start with what I think is going to be the best division and the most fun is the Mass Mutual NHL East division. So just to remind you guys, that's the old Metro, basically. So it's got all the New York teams, the New Jersey, Pittsburgh, Philly, Washington, and then Boston and Buffalo. Now, all those Metro teams just absolutely despise each other. And then tossing in a live grenade like Boston is just going to be so much fun. Poor Buffalo. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to this division. Um, New York's going to be an interesting one. They have Lafreniere. They have Kako from last year. They've made a lot of good moves. Buffalo um, is Buffalo and Boston isn't really the Boston that we've always known because, well, if I'm not wrong, they lost their second line center and they also lost um, Zdeno Chara, who, as we all know, uh, gets away with a little bit when he's in, when he's on the ice. Uh, can I, uh, who, who they lose second line center? I, they, I thought they lost one of their centers. I didn't think so. They lost Tori Krug. That's a big one. That's yeah, a Chara, big one. Krug. And then, like, I think a couple depth guys left. I know there were rumors about Krejci being on the block, but I don't think he's been traded yet. I heard the other day that they're going to start okay. talking extensions soon. Okay, so there's various Fair. rumors going around. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, they I've... still have Krejci, so, yeah. So, uh, that that's wrong, but, yeah. 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 Krug and Chara, though? <laughs> Plus, it's just That's... another year tacked on. Like, they're getting old. That's an old core. They're still good, but... As as of right now, they have... So, do you mind if I just go through their defense parents? Go for it. So, they have Jeremy Lauzen. Lauzen? And Lozon. Charlie... Lauzen? And Charlie McAvoy as their number one defense pair. Um, they have Matt Grizzlick and Brendan Carlo as their number two. And then Connor Clifton and Erho Vakanainen 
as their third yeah. defense pairing. That's, uh, now, see, I actually don't. Yeah, that's not terrible. It just it's doesn't have Tori Krug. <laughs> yeah. Well, or like even Chara and like I know he's old and was slowing down, and it probably was a good decision for Boston to move on. Like it sucks because he's capped like sentimental reasons. It hurt Boston, but to give their younger guys more of a chance, it makes sense. But Char and McAvoy together was a great pairing just because they played such different styles. They complemented each other so well. So we'll see how – if McAvoy can now just carry that first pairing by himself because Lausanne, what? Yeah. I mean, I think Lausanne was a former first-round pick, but – you was know, he that part does... of the, like that three that got drafted or no? Uh, no. That was Seneshin, Zaboral, and Debrusque. Is um, there an issue right. with this... um David, not David Krejci, um Pasternak? Yeah, he had off season surgery, so he's going to miss the first. Oh, uh, okay. That's good news for these guys who have a fantasy draft tonight. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, but yeah, and then Marchand I think is ahead of schedule, but he may not be back in time for the opener. So uh, their top line will be interesting to start the season. Yeah, right now it's Marchand, Bergeron, and Stadnica. Oh my. Um. Yeah. No. So the East will be fun. Let's move on to the Central. Again, this one definitely needs our memories jogged. It's Carolina, Chicago, Columbus, Dallas, Detroit, Florida, Nashville, and Tampa. If there was one division where you really needed to like fabricate the rivalries, this would have to be the one. Um, because yeah. the best rivalry you got in there are Chicago and Dallas, and they both are really, really, really bad. Yeah. Are Dallas? You getting... <clears throat> oh, sorry. Uh, Chicago, Detroit. My bad. Okay. Yes. My bad. Yes. You like, have like might... Dallas, Tampa. Yeah. You might right. have a bit there. Yeah. A battle of Florida, maybe, yeah. but like, yeah, but eh. yeah, people are high on Florida. I'm not. No, I don't think well, they really got any better. Well, we'll get to that, guys. Gosh, yeah, there isn't too much to say for the. Sorry, I should have said the Discover NHL Central Division. Nah. Um, <laughs> we do need to discover it because it's a weird group of teams. See what I did there? Did you guys see what I did? All right, so the West. Yep, the Honda <laughs> NHL West Division has Anaheim, Arizona, Colorado, Los Angeles, Minnesota, San Jose, St. Louis, and Vegas. I think there's a pretty clear top three. Yeah. Anaheim, be interesting. Los Angeles, San Jose, right? You nailed it. You nailed it. If they're playing golf, they're going to win. <laughs> um, for lowest scores. Uh but nah, yeah, Colorado, St. Louis, Vegas. I think two of those guys could realistically win the cup this year. Oh, yeah. actually, three of them could. Um, so really, it's going to be an interesting dogfight for fourth. Uh, I think I think almost every team probably has a fair shot at it because Anaheim's, you know, they still got Gibson and he's really good. Arizona has re- resolve, maybe. Uh, Los mm-hmm. Angeles is young and fast and uh, they, they might just uh, do a 2016 Leafs or something. Oh, yeah, Drew Doughty. He's he's still oh, good yeah. at hockey. He's quick best. hasn't been quick hasn't been good in a while, but who knows? This could be his year. And apparently, according to ESPN, Drew Doughty is the thirtieth best player in the league this year. So that'll be fun. Uh, Minnesota's actually not half bad, and they might have someone who can score on their team. And I'm not totally convinced San Jose's like uh, competing window is closed yet. I know last year was a train wreck, but that just sounds like. Classic Minnesota, though. They're always not bad. They're never great. They're never bad. True. And that's why I'm not saying they'll win the cup. I'm just saying they got a fair (laughs) shot at being last in the playoffs uh, within their division. So, yeah, that should be fun. I think it'll be interesting with St. Louis and Vegas, given that uh, Petrangelo went to Vegas. St. Louis replaced him with Krug. Um just Damn, uh, that was a great addition. I forgot about that. <laughs> right? Yeah, they lost Petrangelo, but they took on Krug. So it's it's a little bit worse, but not much. <laughs> yeah, and wow. Okay, yeah. Having, I mean, everyone's kind of going gaga over the refs having to decide whether Chara cross-checking 
cross-checking a Bruin is a penalty because, you know, <laughs> this, is, this is crazy. But we all forgot about Petrangelo is going to be playing St. Louis like nine or ten times. That's wild. Yeah. And, well, Char is going to be playing Boston nine or ten times too. No, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, let's get into the last division. The best division, uh, in my opinion. Uh, best as in most fun. It's probably the, the second worst. But either way, uh, the Scotia NHL North Division, otherwise known as the Canada Division, because it's all the Canadian teams. Calgary, Edmonton, Montreal, Ottawa, Toronto, Vancouver, Winnipeg. Is anyone else just drooling? Well, okay. So if these they keep these divisions for next year, do you think Seattle becomes an honorary member of Canada? Uh, unfortunately, they would have to be, but they'd. Ha- I'm probably. I'm sure they'd have to figure out a way to play out of uh, one of the other, or like a different city in Canada. Oh, um, I don't. I don't think it's this is stay. like Bevan already said that this is a one and done. I think he was on Tim and said the other day, and they asked him like, "Could we see this again?" And he said no. Well, I kind of like it. I love it, but the reason why the reason why I think it would have to stay is because I'm not convinced COVID will be over. Yeah, that tennis. would be the only reason if they like yeah, have exactly. to because of again border restrictions and all that. Yeah, but no, this is like the only problem I have with it, and this is very much nitpicking, is that since we have to play the West teams so often, like the time, like it's going to be a lot of late games more than we're used to. Oh yeah. But, I mean, hockey's back. Uh, who cares? It's going to be so much fun because you can make a rivalry out of any one of these matchups. For some reason, like these teams just hate each other just because they're Canadian. That's it. Well, at the very least, every single team hates Toronto because. Well, yes. Because the they get dangerous. all the media attention, even though that's not really on them. It's on the media. Not their fault. But anyway, but. Nah, it's going to be so much fun. Uh, a lot of the teams improved too, but uh, we'll get to that in a mere moment. So we've hinted at uh, talking about this, so we'll address it now. What are your guys' opinions on both the helmet and division sponsorships? Paul? I do not care in the slightest. Like, it doesn't affect me in any way. Um, I don't know why people are so mad. At- well, some people. Some people don't care, but... Like, it's not like we have the European-style ads everywhere. That would be annoying, but... You don't want it looking like the Spengler Cup. No, of course not, because it just looks awful. But, who like, divisions, nobody cares. It doesn't even affect the game. So, whatever. And the decals, like, most of them, that from what I've seen, they don't look that bad. I think Pittsburgh is probably the worst, because it's just massive, but... (laughs) Like, how often do you notice it on the ice? Like, someone said yesterday, oh, the red Scotia bank on the white helmet looks stupid. Like, that's what you're worried about? I don't know. Uh, it just seems like not a problem. I got a, I got a question for you guys. How long, how many games did it take before you, were, you actually noticed that the Team USA World Junior uh, jerseys were sponsored? Didn't even notice. Didn't even notice. <laughs> right? The jerseys were sponsored, guys. Uh, one was Dunkin' Donuts, and then they wore Chipotle for the final because they, you know, wanted, wanted to rep the better brand or whatever. for. <laughs> yeah, okay, that. so that's stupid. And Honestly, like, sorry, sorry, one oh, more thing. Yeah. Like, for those who are Toronto listeners, and if you watch the Raptors, they're called, they call it Tangerine Raptors basketball. Does that bother anybody when you're watching the game? And that's, like, way more than what they're doing for the NHL. Like, you're literally calling it Tangerine Raptor basketball. Yeah. I didn't even really notice until someone pointed it out. Like, oh, yeah, like, it is Tangerine. Like, I don't know. Yeah. It doesn't bother me. They're paying – like, these sponsors are paying money for this. This is good for the league in a year where revenue is going to be down significantly. Like – yeah, it's it's on the helmet. But who, who identifies a player by the number on their helmet? Like you look at the back, you look at their shoulder. That's where you look for the number. That's where you look to see who it is. But the helmet? No. <laughs> like, come on. It, yeah. It's nothing. It's good for the league. I'm fine if they keep this going forward, even after everything's back to normal. Get that or, uh, close to normal. Yeah, maybe it'll help stop any or 
uh, be proactive against work stoppages. Yeah, now, maybe it'll help uh, raise the cap more. Like there's there's a lot of possibilities with that. I'll let the cat out of the bag a little. I do have a limit, and I'm sure everyone does. So oh, let's, yeah. let's let's find your guys' limit. Let's say it's the Scotiabank first round of the NHL playoffs. What do we think? Don't care. Nope. Don't care? No. It, at the end of the day, it's a name. What if I, it's I don't the, care. <laughs> what if it's the Dunkin' Donuts Stanley Cup final? Nope. Don't care. Yeah. I saw people saying, like, don't you dare call a Stanley Cup anything else. I I don't care. It's still the Stanley Cup. You're just adding, like, a brand yeah. before it. So that's what I was getting to is if the Stanley Cup gets sponsored, which, to be honest, uh, if they're actually going for revenue, should be because that's, you know, the main, the whole thing. Uh, would you guys have a problem with it? No. No. Honestly, I wouldn't have a problem with, even if there was like one ad or something on the jerseys. It's like the jerseys are already repping Adidas. Yeah, there already is one ad on them. Yeah, so like just add a small logo somewhere or something. Like or even like you who could cares? replace the logo on the pants with a with like a sponsor. Not yeah. like a big one again like European or Spangler Cup, but like literally just that little logo. If you throw an ad on it, that you wouldn't even see that anyways. Like, what, what's the ultimate goal here for the NHL? It's to grow and to get bigger. And what do you need for that? You need money. Especially so the these, NHL. Exactly. So put these little ads places where companies are paying for it. Nobody's going nobody's gonna to notice. And if people stop watching them because of that, well, they're not act- they don't actually care about hockey. <laughs> Yeah, yeah imagine that's what likely. makes you stop watching. <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. Uh, I wouldn't have an issue with Stanley Cup sponsor. Uh, I, I honestly, I wouldn't be too thrilled about it on a, just because I suppose that makes me a bit of a traditionalist, but I also frankly wouldn't care that much. I'd still just call it the Stanley Cup. Yeah, then that's the other thing. People aren't going to call it, oh, the Dunkin' Donuts Stanley Cup final. They're just going to call it the Stanley Cup or the playoffs or the cup final. They're going to still use the same words that they use. It's just on broadcasts, they'll have to say the specific things. Nobody's yeah. going to call the divisions what they're called either. Like, no. It's the same thing. Nobody's even going to call the Canada division the North division. It's the Canada division. So yeah. true. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, before this even season has even gotten underway, we're already facing some unfortunate COVID realities. Um, one of the few teams that plans to let uh, fans into the stadium uh, recorded six player cases of COVID and two staff ones. Uh, that would be your Dallas Stars. Uh, um, that's a, an unfortunate topic, guys. Yeah. Um, it was like something like six players and a couple staff members or something like that. It's uh, unfortunate that their games are going to have to be delayed, but honestly, we just hope that they're all safe and no harm comes to them from COVID as, as, as little harm as possible. Now, well said. Uh, is this going to work? Are we going to finish the season? I think I, so, but it's not going to be pretty. It's going to be like the MLB. Like, Something obviously happened with the Dallas Stars. Like somebody didn't follow regulations, most likely. Yeah. yeah. And whoever, like, we're never gonna find out who that was, and that we shouldn't. Like, that's that's fine. But they're 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 gonna get in trouble for it. <laughs> and hopefully that just sticks with everyone else and they follow regulations because if they want to finish this season, they're going to have to. Muzzin actually had like a really good um, response to like being safe about it. And he said, if you look at like, um, what was it? I think he was comparing it to the NBA. He said the teams that went the farthest were the smartest ones, like around COVID protocols. So he said, we have to be like that. We have to make sure 
that we put ourselves in the best situation, which means, you know, not going out and breaking these rules so that we're all healthy enough to play. You want your top guys there. So that's what it's going to come down to. Like you could have an elite team, like let's just say Colorado. I, I don't know what they're like, but if then you have your whole top line out, that's going to hurt your chances in a shortened season. Cause you have to then quarantine for what, probably two weeks. And in two weeks you can have like six games. So it's going to be interesting to see how they go about it. Well, just to put it even in more perspective, hockey doesn't start till Wednesday. And Chris Johnson tweeted earlier today, one week from today, teams will have played three games. That's insane. Oh, my. I love it. Wow, so, I'm going to get so fat. <laughs> <laughs> All the beers that are on the couch, holy. <laughs> it's going to be crazy. Yeah, well, we had to talk about it. It's an unfortunate reality. Hopefully, yeah, everyone stays safe and uh, everyone stays smart too. Got to make sure we get through the season. Now, we do have uh, some other, I'll call it somber, but to be honest, I'm quite happy about it news. Uh, Corey Crawford, despite signing a new deal with New Jersey, uh, decided to retire. Uh, That came out yesterday. He had a fantastic career. He was one of the most underrated goalies of this generation and I didn't even want him to come back the guy A is a very smart gentleman but is coming back from two or three severe concussions you know he's like 35 now he's got a family and all that he's already and he's got two rings I was hoping he would call it because I, I feel like he was putting himself in undue danger. Although, you know, you work your entire life for this career. Uh, so it's yeah. hard to just step away from it. But he did. Um, I think we all tip our hats to his decision in his career. Um, has anyone got anything to say about uh, the legend of Corey Crawford? I think his uh, his statement was very, uh, very nicely put. He, after like a lot of thought, he's decided that he's given all he can to hockey to his career, his playing career. So I think, I think we just wish him the best and hope that there's no long lasting effects from those concussions. And, uh, and good on New Jersey, at least for outwardly supporting him uh, in his decision. I know it's, it can't be fun to, you know, sign a potential starting goalie (laughs) and then call it, uh, a couple days before the season, but obviously there are likely greater things at work here. Um, no matter how serious they are, it's uh, it's good that they were that they just kind of let it roll off their shoulders. Yeah. All right. For more fun news, uh, Barzell signed. Uh, yeah, it was, yeah. That was pretty quiet news. I didn't expect Did it. He? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Three years, seven million dollars a year. We're 21 in total. A, that's a bargain. B, Lou caved pretty early. Holy. <laughs> um, I thought he was going to be the guy who doesn't take any um, golf from players. No. Well, he, got a, he got a lot of um, grief after he signed Matt Martin to that deal with <laughs> Marzal. Yep. But does this deal take bars three years at seven million does that take him to free agency no no he's got I think, one year after that so if yeah he one year after a that, one year okay. deal after then uh he's leaving then, yeah um well probably maybe we'll see i don't want to alienate all the islanders fans quite yet but i do yeah no it's interesting um honestly like they're still over the cap yeah, they're, they're gonna have, have to, to do something. And like, good luck. Like they're saying, try to move Komarov. Why would you give him that deal in the first place? You knew it was gonna be bad, and now it is. Is it still his current deal? Like the four years? Yeah, 3.5 he's still one? making three three million for this season and next. Oh wow, wow. <laughs> so, and then you have like Pajot at five years. They uh, only wait, they only have five three mil. people under three million dollars for forwards everybody yeah like it's Beauvillier at 2.1 Ross Johnston at one 
and Michael Dude. Del Cole at 700. And don't even get me started on the fact that they haven't even signed Dimitro Timoshov yet. <laughs> that yeah, should I mean, be the priority. That vital cog to their forward group. But yeah, they have two people at seven, one at six, one, two, three, four people above five, between five and six, bunch at three. Oh. Yeah, so that like begs the question because I saw this on Twitter. Uh, someone was like comparing this kind of team structure versus the Leafs. Would you rather overpay your stars and underpay your support or kind of overpay your support but you get your stars for a little bit cheaper? You know what I mean? That's if you can get your stars for a little bit cheaper. But yeah, so in this case, they were able to get Barzell at seven versus if they wanted the long term, he's probably making like nine. Well, I think I would the long term. Like you don't give Leo Komarov three point three million. Uh, you don't give Casey Sezikis three point three. Cal Clutterbuck three point five. Like I'm on. I'm on the same page. I think yeah. They're saying it's easier to trade. Someone was arguing it's easier to trade a not so good player making a couple mil versus like a star making a lot. So like, like your comparison said, would be like Leo Komarov versus Mitch Marner, who's easier to trade. Some people argue it's Komarov, but I don't think so. Like Johnny Boychuk, is he? He's on the injured reserve right now, but is he coming back? Because if he is, that's six million dollars. Uh, no, Johnny Boychuk. No, I think didn't he call? Yeah, he called it. Quits. He called the quits. Oh, okay, well, he's, but I think he'll still get paid. He's he's still listed on their IR. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like logistically, it is technically easier to trade Komarov for obvious reasons. He makes less than Mitch Marner, but you'd likely give up more for Marner. And since he'd be replacing players, like you get more bang for your buck. I think it's pretty easy to say Leafs style thus far is better. Obviously, the Tampa style is better. Just pay underpay everyone. Um, honestly <laughs> but, but yeah can we take a quick sidebar and talk about how that trade Cal Clutterbuck for Nino Niederreiter is probably the best trade ever with regards to names <laughs> that, yeah you got the the double what is it called I can't remember alliteration thank you yeah, I'm an English ca- major by the way <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what an awesome name trade. Holy. Like, that's... Yeah, that was a weird deal, too. Yeah. Well, I mean, the Islanders lost it heavily. But, like, oh, my God. That's awesome. Like, uh, are there better names than Cal Clutterbuck and Nino Niederreiter in the NHL? There's Capo Caco, which is pretty good. Capo Caco's a pretty fun name. Here, secondary sidebar to the first sidebar. We will get back to all this. This is important. (laughs) Way off topic real quick. Am I alone in thinking Capo Caco is a significantly better name than Minnesota goaltenders Capo Kakinen? No, you're not alone. Uh, I think that's a way better name. Yeah. Why? It's like the same same number of letters, each each word basically. Each name. Sounds nicer. Capo Caco. Capo Kakinen. Just works better. Now, yeah, it doesn't roll off the tongue. It's nice. Yeah. Uh, all right. I, I just want I wanted to talk, give a little love to Cal Clutterbuck and um, whomever decided many, many generations ago to to adopt the Clutterbuck name. But uh, Corey yeah. Schneider. That's pretty awesome. Uh yeah, that was announced a long time ago, but then it wasn't like they did. He's on like, a PTO. Yeah, but uh, they actually like they signed at the start of free agency, they signed Martin and Schneider, um, but they just didn't announce their contracts. So I think they basically had a handshake agreement. But so I'm sure he okay. already knows how much he's getting paid. Like it isn't going to be a negotiation or anything like that. But they just had to put him on a PTO for uh, cap reasons. They're uh, going to have to make some moves. Well, in similar vein to the kind of PTO uh, shenanigans. Mike Hoffman is on a PTO with St. Louis, even though I'm pretty sure we all know he's actually just going to sign there as a, as a player person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's like one year, 4.5 million or something. 
and uh, that's a that's a good pickup. It oh, is, definitely. but like when it came out as a PTO, everybody's like, "What?" Because usually PTO just means like you're getting league min if you make it. So that was weird, but I think everybody kind of knew it was he was gonna make. Oh. Way more than league men, obviously. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's definitely gonna make more than league men. Um, and yeah. Tarasenko is out for a bit, eh? So, Again. yeah, so that's what they were saying. Like, they're gonna use the PTO to like prolong, uh, until they can like put him on LTIR so they can have the cap space for Hoffman and then figure it out later. Um, I think that's what the reasoning was. I want the listeners to know that Steve is basically here just to learn about who's hurt and who's not for his fantasy draft tonight. <laughs> <laughs> He's so, already on their IR on cap friendly. Yeah, it's it's probably because they had to be cap compliant by probably today, two days before the season. I think he usually is. So something uh, like that. Yeah, the Hoffman deal will come out shortly, but it's not going to be a surprise to anyone. Uh, we already talked about Char in Washington, so that it, it's just going to be funny. I think it'll be a good time. Uh, it's and just let's, weird. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, it's not unusual. We've seen players yeah. before, and it's also like worth remembering that because uh, I've seen this around too a good amount. But Chara is not a one-team player, right? He's actually a three-team guy. Yeah, he was an, uh, he was an Island. Islanders, right? Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was uh, with not for long, but them. no, <laughs> he was a senator for a while. I think he played like seven hundred games before uh, he became a Bruin. Yeah, when they chose really? Wade Redden over Chara. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, he was there till like 2008. 2008 was his first season with uh, Boston. So, no, that's, uh, that's a significant uh, – that's a lot of – a decent amount of player movement for someone who we associate with one team. Um, good note, Steve. Yeah, we should talk about uh, the king himself. Glad Hank's surgery went uh, all good. In case you anyone missed it, the listeners, Hank has to take this year off. He hasn't officially retired yet, which I don't mind because I really wanted to get a Stanley Cup. But he will not be playing this year. Uh, he had to have a triple bypass or something. So, uh, But he's, he's let everyone know that uh, it all went well and according to plan. So that's good. Mm-hmm. He also hasn't called it quits, so there is a chance he comes back next year. How likely that is, I, I don't think it is very likely. But what do you mean, future Toronto Maple Leaf? Uh, <laughs> Hank. Whoa. Who knows? Hey, we're taking we're taking all of them uh, old guys without a cup. That's true. That's so true. they can not win a cup here. Woo! All right, and now it's time for the thing I do basically every episode. I don't know why I always do it. I'm just so curious to see if they change. But we're going to predict who wins the Stanley Cup. Uh, More generally, we're going to actually choose who we think is going to be playoff bound in each division. And uh, we'll make... I guess I need... Sorry? I need to bring up the divisions again because I don't remember anything. You didn't have closed them. Uh, I actually did close them as well. So I <laughs> Looks like I'm <laughs> the only one prepared. <laughs> Shocker. Really? It Steve is. is now host. All right, go take it away. I don't want this responsibility. <laughs> well, what a terrible start to your hosting gig. All right. What a great end to it, though. I just strongly disagree. <laughs> <laughs> just so you guys know, I am recording Retired this. Retired at the top of his game. <laughs> oh, I know. I, I hope this is in the episode. No, no, no. Yeah, of course it's in the episode. I said recording. Sir, I meant recording as in writing down so I can make fun of you guys in the future. <laughs> Not myself, though. Not myself. All right. Um, let's start with the Western Division to jog everyone's memories. Anaheim, Arizona, Colorado, Los Angeles, Minnesota, San Jose, St. Louis, and Vegas. Steve, we're going to start with you. Just pick whatever one I want. Uh, I think it's uh, pretty pretty clear three of them, Colorado, St. Louis, Vegas. Um, And then the last one, I'm actually a little torn between Minnesota and Arizona. But I think Minnesota edges Arizona out. I think those are the four teams there. That's what she said. All right, Paul. I'm uncomfortable. Uh, yeah, I, you can't really argue 
the top three, like he said. So I have the same. And I'm going to go with San Jose making one last push with this core to get that last spot. All right. Predictably, I've gone with the same top three as well. Uh, and I'll lean Minnesota. Let's get uh, Kaprizov the Kaprizov, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, get him the Calder. Uh, that'd oh. be fun. All right, let's move over to the the Mishmash Central. That's that's not sponsored by Mishmash. It's, that was that was an <laughs> adjective. <laughs> I'm hilarious. All right, uh, it's Carolina, Carolina, Chicago, Columbus. Dallas, Detroit, Florida, Nashville, Tampa. Let's start with Paul this time. This one's more interesting. I think, obviously, Tampa is a shoe-in. Carolina. Dallas. Um, I don't know. Columbus or Nashville. Um that is the question. Columbus did lose a lot oh. too. And Nashville did they didn't gain like a whole lot, but they did add a couple nice pieces. I think I'm gonna go Columbus. Yeah. All right. Interesting. All right. Uh Tampa, yeah, they're a lock. I would say Carolina's a lock too. Um, I'm not sold on Dallas. I really am not. And I know, and plus a lot of them are either not starting the season or starting the season, not like, or like still in recovery. So, uh, I'll, I'll, uh, use my hot take here and say Dallas does not make it a year after making it. Uh, I'll slide Florida actually in there. Because I think something both of you guys have forgotten is uh, it's the every other year. But Rossi's going to win the Vesna this year. That's just All what, right. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. You guys, you guys goofed. goofed. Also, he's going to be playing Columbus like 95% of the time. So, yeah, that, uh, I think he's going to have a good time with that. And I, speaking of, will take Columbus. So I'm leaving out Dallas and Nashville. I'm, Tampa is obviously going to make it. You have me thinking with Dallas, but I think they're still going to make it. I, I, we, we don't know who the players are, but I, I, I think, uh, I think they'll still make it. I think Carolina's, they've had a good team for a few years now and they're only getting better. Uh, as they get older. So, all right. So the magic question is Florida, Columbus or Nashville. This is tough because Nashville has made it for a lot, a while, but they are also on the decline. Florida is just, who knows? I, I I'm going to go with Florida. Uh, they got Duclair. They got, um, Newenberg, Wenberg, Hornquist. I think I think they t- I think they make it. <clears throat> mm. I'm kind of I kind of wish I swapped Florida Dallas now. You guys got me thinking, but whatever, I'll stick with it. Yeah, right. I mean, you forgot about the every other year stuff. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Steve, the jam-packed East Division. Oh boy. Do we know what? Crosby's status is after he left practice. I think he's fine. I'm he's not fine. sure. Yeah. Side note: that was Cody CC that hit him. <laughs> For those who don't was. know, uh, Crosby left practice with a potential injury from a hit he took from new teammate Cody CC. Uh, if you weren't able to deduct what was going on there, Washington makes it. Boston makes it. I'm going Philadelphia and the Rangers. I don't think Pittsburgh makes it. There we go. There we go. We're starting to get some hot takes. Paul, hit us with another. Um, this is a tough one. I'm going to go 
Boston, Philly, Rangers, Islanders. Whoa! Wow. Okay. Not even Washington? Pittsburgh and Washington missing the playoffs, eh? Ovi's still good for 40 Definitely both. Yeah, they're definitely both going to make it over the two New York teams, but I'll just be different. Because Washington, like, they're kind of old. And they haven't, like, is Sam Snob, like, the real deal? Is he a number one? We'll find out. I can't wait for the top six teams in the East to have more points than all but one of the teams in the Central. I already regret my decision. Like, how do you count out Crosby and Ovechkin? Like, that's like the worst possible thing to say. And Malkin. Yeah, you basically. Yeah, I take it back. I take it back. Oh no! Ooh, no, I'm not letting no. you. I have to. I'm no, not. No, I have to. Okay. No, I'm not letting you. Your official one is recorded in the books. What is your unofficial one? I, I like this. Boston, Pittsburgh, Washington, Philly. Oh my god, you're so what a boring. normie. <laughs> because my girlfriend's gonna get mad at me for counting Pittsburgh out. <laughs> hey, uh, Paul's girlfriend, I won't say your name on the podcast. Um, I want you to know that you and I both will have a picture of the recorded picks where Paul doesn't have Pittsburgh in the playoffs. Now, it's worth mentioning that Steve <laughs> also doesn't have Pittsburgh in the playoffs, but I guess he's not dating you so i guess it doesn't matter <laughs> yeah I, I don't care i'm sorry <laughs> now see i was proactive knowing i would also likely get in trouble so i have pittsburgh in the playoffs paul along with philly and boston and guys they're gonna do it they're finally gonna do it the buffalo sabers are gonna make the playoffs all right, I don't feel as bad now. No, no, they're not. <laughs> they might, they just did, might. Did, did they make any moves this summer? No, they just got Taylor Hall. Oh, yeah, they did. <laughs> I thought he was still on Arizona. <laughs> yeah, they got arguably the biggest uh, player in free agency. Nah, I don't know if they did it. Yeah, they got Eric Stahl. Taylor Hall. I think people the are Michael Hall Olofsson line is going to be scary. <laughs> if they had a goalie that could actually stop the puck, then I would be way more convinced. How if only... dare you talk hey, about Linus... Carter Hutton and Linus Allmark like that? Linus Allmark had a 916 last year, guys. He actually might be a good goalie, but he doesn't... he's only 27. And I think people are sleeping on Darlene. This guy is like gonna be one of the oh. best defense. Like he's probably no, still better. Dalian's fantastic. He's probably still better than Heiskin and uh, Hughes and Makar. Like, and it, that isn't really a hot. I mean, take. Long-term, he, are right they right gonna now. be able to pay him? Yeah, right. I would say yes right now too. They. Really? I guess you get you're getting rid of Taylor Hall, so yeah. Yeah, he's he's, controls, he's not staying. <laughs> He controls play at even strength better than any of them. It's just that, you know, he's on Buffalo. Yeah. That's so true. Like, anytime oh, going to be fantastic. Buffalo, but, uh, or Dylan Cousins. Yeah. Well, honestly, watch that guy. Like, he can help out Skinner and make that contract not as ugly as it currently is. Like, guys, Buffalo's going to make the playoffs. Imagine, like, imagine no. captaining one of arguably the best Canada junior teams on paper losing to the States in an upset and then having to go to Buffalo. Oh no. Like <laughs> poor guy. Mac, and I'm they're not sure going to make the like playoffs. On the fourth line. They're going to get destroyed by all the other teams. Heed my words. They're it's making not like, the playoffs. They're not playing teams outside of their division though. <laughs> So they're constantly playing Boston. They're constantly playing Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and Washington, and the Rangers, and the Islanders, now, and they'll probably win against New Jersey. If I may, Steve, <laughs> P- 
Pittsburgh and Washington, according to one person on this podcast, aren't playing teams. So <laughs> I, don't, I honestly have no reason to have picked the Islanders too. Like I don't know why that even they came suck. Up. I don't think they're a good team. Okay, all I'm saying, even if they're not a playoff team, it's because only four teams can make them, and when you're playing the same teams constantly, you're not going to be getting the same points because any points that they get, you won't get. Are you telling me you're not? It's not like, are you saying you're not convinced that Jim Rutherford is going to further screw up Pittsburgh this season? No. (laughs) Yeah. um, I am convinced. He said he's He's not done making big moves. He's definitely (laughs) going to. He started this, the off season off by acquiring Cody Cece. And again, I think we're forgetting Steve, literally forgetting that they picked up a recent MVP. (laughs) I have no idea who they have. Well, Taylor Hall. <laughs> I thought we were talking about Pittsburgh. No, 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 no. I'm still defending my pick, my Buffalo no, pick. I don't, no. <laughs> I don't care. They're going to trade Hall at the deadline for assets. Only That's if what's they're not in the playoff spot. No. They're going to do it. Really? Clip it. I don't care. <laughs> well, to be honest, saying that Buffalo will be bad isn't really a hot take, so it's not really clip-worthy. I think the clip is more me saying they're only the playoffs. Yeah. We'll true. see. I think I think Buffalo can get in. I really do. The Islanders aren't very good. Uh, New Jersey sucks. Uh, I'm not convinced the Rangers are going to take the step this year. They're not that deep. Uh, they have great high-end talent, but I don't find them very deep. And I genuinely, genuinely think Tony D'Angelo and Brendan Lemieux are going to be a distraction for that team amidst everything that's happened culturally over the past little while. Yeah. I legitimately do believe that. Um, and yeah, I regret everything. I'm not sold on Pittsburgh and Washington yet. I do have Pittsburgh in the playoffs because every time, like the past couple of years, I've said this is going to be the year they miss the playoffs and Crosby always makes me eat my words. So I'm not going to do that this time. But Ovi hasn't made me eat my words yet, except for that one time I told him. I said that he would never win a cup. And whoops. Um, only that one time. <laughs> only that one time. The little thing. But either way. So yeah, Buffalo's gonna make it. Buffalo's gonna make it, man. Be sure to check us out at getoffthice.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at getoffthice.